0: Welcome to the You Can Feel Better podcast with Tyler and Hannah Waddle. We firmly believe that anyone can lose weight, feel better, and do more living. But unfortunately, there is so much confusing information out there about diets and weight loss that a health journey can often be very overwhelming. That's why we created this podcast, to share health tips, tricks, and facts to help simplify, explain, and dive into a variety of health and wellness information. Today we are talking about how to reduce aches and pains. In an article from Mayo Clinic, they found that up to 60% of individuals may experience pain each month, regardless of age and sex. Low back pain and migraines are top contributors to years lived in disability. And pain-related treatment costs are approximately 3% of the gross domestic product per capita, which is more than the cost related to cancer and cardiovascular treatment. So we're spending more on pain-related treatment than cancer and cardiovascular treatment. That is mind-blowing to me. Summarized, aches and pains are something that most adults deal with, and it creates a lot of discomfort, loss of productivity, and costs a lot of money every year. And it's leading to a lot of doctor visits and sometimes disability. So let's figure out ways to reduce these aches and pains. It's a huge issue. But some of these aches and pains are reducible and sometimes completely eliminatable. It depends on the type of aches and pains. It depends upon what's causing it. But some aches and pains you can get rid of completely. And if you can't get rid of it completely, at least you can reduce it to a controllable, manageable state in most cases. So let's get busy talking about ways to reduce these aches and pains. First, we're going to talk about what you eat. And if you caught the episode about gut health, you're probably gonna agree with me that what you eat really does affect how you feel. If you haven't had a chance to go listen to that episode, make sure you go back and listen to it. We kind of dove briefly into how gut health really affects your body. If you're listening to this episode and you don't agree that what you eat affects how you feel, then I'm just going to save you some time. You probably just want to turn this episode off and go on about your day because I'm about to just waste your time. If you don't believe that what you eat affects how you feel, then the rest of this episode is going to be a huge waste of your time. So if you're still here, I am believing that we're on the same page. That you believe, or at least you want to believe, you're starting to believe, that what you eat really can affect how you feel. Now we're just gonna briefly jump into this and we don't have time to cover all the details. If you wanna go a little deeper into this, make sure you check out our course, Aches and Pains Be Gone. It's a five video course that just dives into different areas of things you can do to help you feel better and reduce aches and pains. If you want more information on that, make sure you go to wattlehealthandfitness.com forward slash aches and pains. That's aches and then in the letter pains. wattlehealthandfitness.com forward slash aches and pains and that's going to give you more information about our course where we take five days or you can do it in one day (laughs) we take five video lessons and we dive into areas that can help reduce aches and pains so let's jump into the abbreviated version now and we're going to talk about foods to eliminate to help you feel better so you can eliminate and when i say eliminate eliminate completely would be ideal But like we always say, what you can do long-term is better than what you can do one day or not at all. So when I say eliminate, if you want to sub in your mind, reduce as you can gradually reduce more and more of. perfectly fine to go that route. We firmly believe small habits add up over time and are gonna get you the results you want and be more long-term sustainable. So eliminate as much as possible, added sugar, refined foods, processed foods and reduce the consumption of bad fats that's going to be like saturated and trans fats a lot of times found in fried and fatty meals and you want to increase the consumption of good fats like unsaturated fats and omega-3s especially things found in like salmon extra virgin olive oil coconut oil also mct oils are great for your body you want to increase consumption of whole foods so that's going to be a lot of fruits and vegetables lean meats, lots of fish, and things basically that are on the outside of the grocery store that are fresh and more like how you would find it on a farm or at the garden. Also reducing stress and tight muscles a lot of times helps with aches and pains. Things like yoga, stretching, getting a massage, that helps release those muscles which can really trigger aches and pain. If you need more information about ways to stretch and help target certain areas, make sure you go to our Instagram account. You can feel better. It's you period can period feel period better. On that account, we reshare a lot of stretching ideas and actually the highlights are sorted to target specific areas. So if you have a certain area that's bothering you, you can watch resources on that or you can go to the general tab and watch resources for your whole body. So just depending on where you need to work and target, has a lot of stretching ideas to help you relieve your aches and pains. Also make sure you join our Facebook group where we did a aches and pains boot camp and we explained a few stretches and myofascial release movements that can help relieve your muscles and myofascia, which helps relieve some aches and pains a lot of the time. Myofascia and a real quick summary, it's like saran wrap and layers of saran wrap on top of each other. And when they're moving great, it's okay. But if you grab that saran wrap and make it into a ball, it gets all tangled up and your myofascia can get all tangled up and then you have a big mess And so your stretching myofascial release is to try to get those layers of ceram wrap nice and flat. Now, that is an overly simplified version of what myofascia is, but it helps give you a little idea. Also, staying hydrated is important for helping your body lubricate your joints and therefore reduce needless aches and pains. You know, your body's like a door. If that door is squeaky, it's like, "Ah, ah." put some WD-40 on it and it works a lot better. It's kind of like your body, if it's squeaky or hurting, sometimes getting some lubrication, water, can help it feel better, or at least reduce the effects you're feeling. It's really important to listen to your body, and if you have a tight area, then, Stretch it out. Take care of it. Tight areas, discomfort and aches. It's your body's warning sign to say, hey, this area needs some attention. It's not working right. It needs some help. So make sure you listen to your body. And if you have areas that are hurting, it's a warning sign for you to take care of it. And then if you take care of it, it's going to feel better. And it's really important to listen to your body, especially as you're starting to work out more and more, to see what things are aggravating your body and making it worse. Now, sometimes when you work out, you're going to be sore. And that's different than really long-term tight aches and pains. So a little bit of muscle soreness is okay. But if something is really bothering you, maybe you need to adjust how you're working out. So for example, if you're overweight, you may find that something like swimming or stationary bike gives your knees and aches relief. And then once you lose weight, you could go back to more walking, running, things that are weight bearing. This isn't saying, I can't do this type of exercise, so I just won't do it. It's more about saying, I know this type of exercise is exaggerating the issues I'm dealing with. So if maybe I could find something else for now, that's gonna help me keep moving, but not exaggerate those issues, Then as I get healthier and healthier and healthier, I can start adding in the types of exercise I'm able to do and I'm still reducing aches and pains. Sometimes your body knows what's best for itself and it lets you know if something isn't really good for it. So think about as you're working out how you could set it up to help you reduce aches and pains. And if there are steps and modifications you can take so that you're still working out but you can get to your end goals with less aches and pains. This is also a reason why gradually adding intensity to your workout is important. So you can see how different things affect your body and then give your body time to adjust. And then as you're feeling adjusted and you can handle more, then you gradually make it harder and harder. So those are some top tips on reducing aches and pains. I'm Hannah Waddle and let's do more living today.